The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning, and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for the wonderful introduction, and good morning. Today is December 10th, 2023, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of the serious side of the Jay in major development in that closely watched abortion case in Texas, the state Supreme Court weighed in late Friday, blocking a pregnant woman from getting the procedure. Doctors say the baby has a fatal condition and the mother's health is at risk. Enough. Okay, enough. Let me just say something here. You know, his reasonable peace deal in Ukraine, he made it clear. Give them all the land they've already stolen. Promise Putin you'll never put Ukraine in Russia, and then trust Putin not to have a relationship with China. Let me tell you something. That's no that's reasonable. Not my deal. That's not my deal. Yes, it's exactly what I'll, you I'll said. You do this at every debate. I'll just, I'll you say, no, no, don't interrupt me. I didn't doing. interrupt you. Okay? You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except for he's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. We want to begin tonight with the very serious criminal charges facing the president's son, Hunter Biden. The indictment coming down last night is breathtaking in its scope about how the Yale trained lawyer allegedly spent years scheming to avoid more than a million dollars in taxes while, in the words of prosecutors, living an extravagant lifestyle. Online radio at its best to understand that the church has never been, will never be, a religious institution. The church is, from a kingdom perspective, the educational institution of the kingdom of heaven. We have to understand that we go through socialization and education in the world system. Once you're born again, the Bible says that we are translated or transnew migrated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And when we're born again, we're born again as babes in Christ. And so when, we're, when we come into the church, actually what God does is turn us right side up. Because the Bible says that if we are translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, that simply means that a person is walking in this world upside down. It's like walking on your head. So once you, once you come into the kingdom, he puts you back on your feet. And then he retrains you and he re-educates you so that you can walk out God's original plan and purpose in the earth realm for man. The earth was never created for spirits. That means that if there are any kinds of spiritual activities that are going on in the earth realm, they go on illegally. And so there's a lot of illegal activities that are going on through falling angels. The Bible talks about in the book of Revelation that there was war in the heavenlies and that Satan was thrown down to the earth and there was a woe that went on uh, out 
from the heavens onto the earth realm. The word woe means judgment. The Bible also says, according to Genesis chapter 6, that these demonic spirits cohabited with human beings. When they cohabited with human beings, they created a population explosion. With the population explosion, these giants came into the land. That means that there was a, a perversion in the social realm where, where in the families uh, people would be produced that were, were being produced genetically through uh, perversion. And wow. so God, God instituted the church, number one, to, to show man and to teach man his original plan and purpose for man here in the earth realm. The book of Psalm 115 says that God is the God of the heavens, but he has given man the earth to rule. The Bible said in the book of Genesis that God has given man dominion over the earth realm. Dominion is not someone giving you rights. Dominion is the right that God gives us to rule here in the earth realm. We already so Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is the call number. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is the call number. And welcome into another edition of the serious side of the J. Rowe Show. Of course, I'm your host, J. Rowe, and I never share this stage by myself. My brother from another mother, the man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S is in the house. Good morning, sir. How are you on this beautiful Sunday morning? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you as well, sir. And good morning, Nessa. Ah, good morning, Kathleen. Ah, good morning, Will Delia. Ah, good morning, Little Sister. Ah, good morning, Mama B. Ah, good morning, Mary the Music. And good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning, my brother Jerome. The number is 347-850-1272. And, of course, if you've been listening to this show for any extended period of time, you know what time it is. We kind of rap and clap, talk about things that are not going to be discussed during the show itself. Mr. Elias, man, we have a lot to talk about, man, that's not going to make the cut. First and foremost, let's talk about what happened last week. Members of three university presidents stood before Congress, and they were asked a very simple question about, you know, a lot of the things that's going on in this country, the hate that's, that we're starting to see towards Jews. And when they asked them to denounce this type of, this type of behavior, none of the university presidents could give a simple answer saying this is right or wrong. They they sounded like politicians. And, um, and for me, I'm like, wow, they sounded like politicians, Mr. Elias. And so now the uh one of the uh, one of the uh heads of the universities had to resign uh because, you know, in the donors yeah, yeah, one, well, of the one of the donors said, look, yeah. we're, we're, we're not going yeah. to give you money. $100 million, think about that for a second, saying, look, we're not going to mm-hmm. do it. We're not going to do it. And so now she had to resign after the backlash because she could not simply say or denounce that a lot of the horrible language that we're hearing uh, on college campuses throughout you know, the country, she couldn't denounce it. She had to... It's like she was carefully trying to answer the question, saying, well, it really depends on what context that this information is being uh, 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 displayed. So, Ms. Elias, your thoughts on this? She resigned, and I'm assuming the other two will be, you know, pretty soon they'll be following her tracks, I think. But give me your thoughts on it. Well, bottom line is that people are scared to get canceled, man. 
because they if they say that somebody's going to cancel this on the left, if they say that somebody's going to cancel them on the right. So people are that that's to me that's what they're they're, they're scared of is getting canceled. Me, I don't care. A hatred is wrong. I don't care how you look at it, whether it be hatred for Jews, Asians, uh, African Americans, whites. I don't care. Hate is wrong. Bottom line, I can denounce it as many times as it, as it, it needs to be denounced. Hate is wrong. Yeah, but you know what, though, big thing, you know, one of the reasons I think why she was careful with her words is because, you know, once again, let's say, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, let's say that this information is being uh, distributed in a classroom trying to teach students that this type of language is inappropriate. In that case, can you denounce it? I mean, you know, I guess... I'm trying to figure out why she just didn't answer the question straight up. And I think that's one of the reasons why. It's like, okay, in what context are you using this information? But, uh, but well, once again, I agree with you, man. I, I just think she just sort of said, look, it was a softball question. And out mm-hmm. of all people, Glenn Stefani, the, one of the most craziest people on Capitol Hill, he looked like the adult in the room. Mm-hmm. And we all know right. who she is and what she represents. Yeah. And so for mm-hmm. that clip to be played over and over and over again on all the cable broadcasts, and it's her leading the charge made my stomach cringe. But at the end of the day, they should have just answered the damn question. And the sister, hey, the head of, of of Harvard, you know, she even, you know, I, boy, I tell you, she's next. Yeah. I think they're going to make her yeah. step down. I believe it. I really do. Hate is wrong. That's all you had to say. Hate is wrong from, from either side. Well, you know, like I said, when I, when this war started, uh, that Israel is wrong at, for what what they're doing to the people of uh, uh, the the West Bank. Palestine. They're wrong. Yeah, the Palestinians, but they they're wrong what they're doing to these people. They you know they've lost their land, they're destroying their property. Talking about we don't care what happens to them. It's wrong. It was wrong for for Hamas to go in there and kill the Israelites, and it's wrong for them to come in there to get to kill the Palestinians. So wrong is wrong. You cannot tell me that, you know, because, you know, they that they, they committed this heinous act that you got to go in there and destroy their whole city. Stop. Stop. You, you, you know, it, it, it's well, more stupid than what people are playing. Well, wait, wait a minute now, because now you think about it. Uh, listen, I, I think I agree with some of the things you're saying, but at the end of the day, if the fighters, you know, conventional warfare says you can't use hospitals uh, as cover during war. You can't, you know, so these people are hiding amongst the civilians. And it's like, my goodness, man, it's, it's just a difficult situation because collateral damage will happen with any war. But this is really horrible because just like what's going on in Ukraine. Russia is bombing apartment complexes with no military strategic value whatsoever, killing innocent civilians. It's it's just it's a shame, man. And 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 when you think about how man can do this to other men, mankind in general can do this to other people, it's just my God, man. It's crazy when you think about it. It's really nuts, and they don't care. They're going in saying we have to wipe out Hamas. And, you know, by any means necessary. Thousands they're just and thousands people. of people. Oh, my God. Women, yeah. children, uh, innocent men. I mean, they had nothing to do with this. So you're going to wipe out this hole just because you're trying to find a mouse? That's wrong. I don't care how you look at it. 
I don't care it's wrong. Yeah, but how? But, okay, but, but, but let me that's ask you the evil. question. How do you stomp them out if you don't go after them? How do you get, get rid of them? Okay, so by wiping out a whole nother... Uh, They're not wearing so, uniforms. Okay. So I don't care, Jay. You're wiping out a whole different generation of people. I'm asking you, just, just, just how do there. you... Okay, so how do you get rid of them, then, Mr. Elias? I'm just asking you a question. It's not a trick question. I, how do that, you that I, get rid of that them? One I don't know. I, that one I don't know. But what, what I do know is when you kill the innocent women, women children, and men, it's wrong. I don't give a damn how you look at it. You can't, well, you can't say ass warfare, collateral damage. I don't give a damn. It's wrong. I don't care. It's wrong. Well, I, I'm just saying that a lot of times... You know, the military used to teach us something that when you walk into someone's office with a problem, you need to come in with a solution. If you're going to criticize, then, you know, it's like the GOP. The GOP criticizes saying that, hey, we want to replace Obamacare. Okay, so what's your alternative? They don't have one. So it's like chasing the car. You know, you can chase the car, but what happens when you catch the car? And I'm not trying to put you on blast. I'm just saying it's a very difficult situation. And, you know, you know we just hope that, you know, at the end of the day, that civilian casualties can okay, be minimized. Okay. Yeah. How about Ned? How about Ned Yahoo should have should have uh, heeded the warnings of of, of well, that's what true. Hamas is going to do. So that's that true. that in itself tells you that this is a setup for them to to destroy just to destroy. Uh, I, I don't know if it was bank. a setup. Maybe it was a dereliction of duty because people were saying you were paying too much attention to the West Bank and you weren't paying attention to what was going on in the Gaza Strip. And that's how this happened. So, so, so I think at the end of the day, you know, I'm just going to wish Godspeed. I hope that at the end of the day that, um, you know, once again, minim, minimal uh, civilian casualties. Uh, it's just a tough spot to be in because how do you get rid of them, you know, if they're hiding amongst the people? But, you know, wow, it's just a crazy situation. And the fact that the Israelites voted that fool back in the office, you know, it tells you mm-hmm. that's just a whole different Topic, you know what I'm saying? So now, let's bring it back to the continental United States. Let's bring it back to the great city of Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, you have a new mayor, and her name is not Sheila Jackson Brown. She lost, Mr. Elias. Sheila Jackson Lee. I said Brown. I'm sorry. She's Sheila Jackson Lee. She lost. And so now John Whitmore will be the new mayor. He's the mayor-elect of the city of Houston. I was hoping to, uh, Vanessa would be here this morning because I would love to get her opinion on this. Your thoughts, Mr. Elias? I know you're not really tracking it, but... Nah, I'm not asking Keep going, you. man. Keep, keep going. Just I, don't, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I, don't, I, I haven't been following that like, at all. I haven't. I just got a job. Okay, well, I'm going to, okay, what do you do with a charlie horse? His toes up, right? Oh, my God, it hurts. Okay, so basically, it was a runoff, right? And so the runoff, Mm -hmm. uh, they had a runoff because they didn't have, neither candidate had 50% of the vote. Runoff, he won 63% of the people came out. Well, he's a Democrat. But he has Republican tendencies, a lot of people say. Yeah, okay. and the fact of the matter is that she lost, and the black vote didn't come out for. Um, you know, I, I, I have to think, man, that you know, at the end of the day, I'm not saying that that clip of her berating her staff members 
uh, played a huge role. But I know a lot of people, I know when I voted, I had to hold my nose because, you know, she was talking to these people like they were children. And we all know that most of her staff, if not all, they're minorities. So, I mean, you just can't do that and expect people to come out and support you. Yeah, I, like I said, I gave no peace in my mind until I talked about it. And it's no joke. You cuss me out, I'm going to cuss you right back. I don't care who you are. You don't talk You'll give her a child. piece of your mind and tell her how you felt about it. You ain't going to cuss me out, and, and I'm going to sit there, because none of them cats said nothing back to her. I, well, I, you know, I went on. Well, I you know, it's, you're no alive with what Mr. Elias. Yeah, well, you're I, saying I that now, care. but you're not in that situation, so, you know. I don't care. You're not going well, to And, and, you're, and you're, today, you're, outside, you know how many jobs are out there? Come on, stop. Well, let me tell you. Let you can belittle me like that. Let me tell you something, bro. You know, we always we're speaking speaking about this through the lens of chiseled veteran professionals. We've seen the ups and downs. We've gone through this. We know our rights. We understand these things. It's not fair for us to comment because we have 30, 40, 50 years experience. Well, not 50, but, you know, close to 40 years experience in the workforce. So many people are they're young kids. They're brand new. Hey, I've been situations uh, in my career where someone said something to me, and I'm like, good gracious, should I knock him out? Am I going to get another job? So, you know, hey, man, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, come on, man. You know, when you're trying to move up the political ladder and you know what type of clout she has in Washington, and, you know, you mm-hmm. don't want to get on her bad side. And so some of these yeah, young yeah. folks say, hey, look, I'll just deal with it, and I'll just, you know, it's no big deal. She can yell and cuss all she wants to. Now, me and you, oh, hell no. You can't talk to me like that. But I, I just I, I don't, gave, I don't gave think it helped. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you would have. I would have gave it to him, let him know how I feel. And, and, and when I got done, there had been two people on that tape. And everybody was like, ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't have put up with it. I'm no, telling you, I would not have put up with it. Mm-hmm. I bet you you would not have. All right, before we step out, uh, one last thing here. Thoughts and prayers to the people of um, the state of Tennessee. Tornadoes came through there, killed at least six people. Uh, thoughts and prayers are with you and your families. Uh, my goodness, man, it's just oh. a horrible situation. Oh, I've never Las been. Vegas, too. Oh, really? I didn't know about Las Vegas. Okay, thoughts and prayers to Las Vegas as well. You t- you're talking about the tornado or are you talking about the shootings? The shootings. I'm Jeez. talking about tornadoes. Yeah, I'm talking about man-made. I'm talking about natural disasters, not man-made uh, disasters. So anyway, thoughts and prayers to anyone who's been a victim of violence, whether it was man-made or, or natural. I mean, the bottom line is you lose a family member, and that's tough. So thoughts and prayers to those people. We'll step out, take a break, Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's time for an NPR News update, and then we'll be back with the heavy lifting of the show. Don't go anywhere. From NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Severe storms tore through Middle Tennessee Saturday and spinning off at least one tornado. At least six people are dead and dozens injured. Tens of thousands without power this morning, not only in Tennessee, but also in Alabama and Georgia. Rose Gilbert of member station WPLN in Nashville assessed the tornado damage in Dixon County, Tennessee. I'm here on Freeman Loop Road in Dixon County, Tennessee, which was hit by the tornado. First things first, just tons of trees down. 
lots of branches in the road, some whole trees uprooted. In fact, I can see uh, a tree that's fallen on a mobile home right up ahead. And in fact, there's so many branches broken that the, the air just smells of pine sap. Some twisted sheet metal caught up in tree branches. Power lines have been affected as well. Repairmen have been going along the road with trucks and spotlights, kind of searching out that damage. And overall, just a lot of debris everywhere. Multiple tornado warnings were up last night in Tennessee for a storm system that is set to bring strong winds and as much as four inches of rain to the East Coast beginning tonight. With the clock winding down on the U.N. climate talks in Dubai, the summit's president, Sultan Al-Jaber, says the uh, negotiators are making good progress, just not fast enough. Work faster. Work smarter. Work harder. Jobber speaking to journalists today as negotiators begin tackling some of the more contentious issues, such as the future of fossil fuels. He said failure in watering down the ambition of the deal that they're working on are not options. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is thanking the U.S. for Friday's veto of a Security Council resolution calling for a humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. Briefing his cabinet today, Netanyahu said an end to the war would prevent the elimination of Hamas. Israel is facing demands to bring a halt to the fighting. U.N. Secretary General said today that he will not give up on a ceasefire. The French military says one of its warships stationed in the Red Sea shot down two Houthi drones off the coast of Yemen. Since the war between Israel and Hamas began in October, the Houthis have launched dozens of ballistic missiles and armed drones aimed at Israel. The Houthis are also capitalizing on their location at a bottleneck of one of the globe's busiest shipping lanes to attack commercial vessels they see as tied to Israel. A week ago, they attacked three ships. A U.S. Navy destroyer shot down several missiles and drones. They hijacked what they said was an Israeli-owned cargo vessel in November. Over the weekend, the group announced it will target all ships in the Red Sea en route to Israel as long as Israel's assault on Gaza continues. In a statement Sunday, Hamas hailed what it called the Houthis' courageous decision to ban ships heading to Israel. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Tel Aviv. And this is NPR News. Development in that closely watched abortion case in Texas, the state Supreme Court weighed in late Friday, blocking a pregnant woman from getting the procedure. Doctors say the baby has a fatal condition and the mother's health is at risk. We're going through the loss of a, of a child. There's no outcome here that I take home my healthy baby girl, you know, so um, it's hard, you know. And heartbreaking, obviously. Let's go to NBC's Julie Serkin, who's following the story for us. So, Julie, welcome. I know that yesterday we heard this woman was granted the permission to get the abortion. That is when we heard from her. What happened overnight? Yeah, granted permission by a lower court, the judge siding with Cox and her lawyers who made the case that she qualifies for Texas's limited exceptions when it comes to life of the mother. And Cox says that her doctor told her she could experience life-threatening complications, complications that could lead to the already uh, mother of several children unable to have more children in the future, something she told our colleague Laura Jarrett she desperately wants. So the Supreme Court overnight blocked that lower court decision. This is a state Supreme Court. That was after the state attorney general, Ken Paxton, actually filed 
filed a petition. He said that uh, Cox has not proven that any of her complications as a result of this fatal abnormality in her baby, the 20-week-old uh, pregnancy. Of course, she's carrying this child. The doctors have said will likely die just a couple of days within a few days uh, that this baby is born. Here's more of what Kate Cox had to say about this. Watch. I think forcing me to continue the pregnancy and the pain and suffering put me through the risk of continuing the pregnancy, the risk of childbirth again, especially given how my last two went. I, I think it's cruel. Uh, welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's the serious side of the J. Rowell Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Twenty four minutes after the hour, you listen to that woman. Um, she's here in the state of Texas, um, trying to have an abortion after the doctors have said. You heard the hit. Basically, her life could be in danger. And Ken Paxton, a guy who was indicted and was impeached. But survived because, once again, Republicans can't do the right thing. Filed a notion saying that the doctors haven't proved, proven, you know, she hasn't proven whether or not her life is in danger. This is sickening to me. And when I just hear this story, and, I, and I've been following this story, you know, Mr. Elias, man, what is wrong, what is wrong with us? Why, is, why do we find it okay for a government? to determine whether or not a woman can have an abortion or not. You're telling the woman what she can do with her body. You weren't there when the baby was consummated. You're not going to be there to take care of that child. Because, once again, Republicans, what they do is they talk about the right to life, but then what they do is they cut social programs that needy families need to help support these kids. So all you're doing Basically, and then you want to go and campaign against all these people on welfare. Well, God dang it, if a person is saying, listen, I can't afford this child, this was a mistake, or in this case, her life could be threatened. These people are telling her she can't do it. This is unbelievable in this country. Your thoughts, Ms. Elias? Unbelievable. Wow. Ms. Elias. This is a losing situation for the Republicans. In 2024, the Republicans are going to reap what they sow. I'm telling you, they, they're, they're doubling down on this abortion thing. And you can say what you want to, but I'm telling you, it's a losing situation. And, and, and in Ohio, they passed an abortion uh, law that says that people can still get abortions. What did the Republican Party do here? Nah, we're not going to let you have Even though you won the election, we're telling you you can't uh, have an abortion. They went straight and re- reversed that law. Now, are you serious? Passed, yes, they passed a weed law here, right, where they can sell, sell cannabis legally here, right? What did they do? They're going to the governor's office and revoke that. These people are voting for what they want, and these Republicans are telling them what they cannot have. This is what they're trying to do. They're writing the playbook right in front of our face. They're writing the playbook right in front of our face, and they're, they're telling you your vote does not count. They're saying to you your vote. They're going to have an uprising with this with this abortion. Like, no, 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 that you've never seen before. Trust me. 
Because now that this woman's life is at risk, you're telling her that she cannot have an abortion. Her life is at risk, and you're the one that's saying that a doctor is wrong? Man, this is, I'm surprised more people are not upset. What about the 10-year-old girl that was raped by a family member in Indiana where she had to go to another state to have an abortion? You mean to tell me that's right? And you sitting here telling me that you can hear a heart that there's no reason that a woman should have an abortion? None. This is a losing battle for them. Trust me, this is a losing battle for them. And these clowns are doubling down on it. And I, and I pray to God they keep doubling down on it. Because in and, and every instance where they, 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 they've talked about entitled abortion, they've lost. Because you can't tell somebody what to do with their body, but don't touch my guns. You better not pass the comprehensive gun law. <clears throat> but, you better, but you can pass an abortion law to tell a woman what to do with her body? This is crazy to me. It's nuts, it's insane, and they're they going to reap the benefits from it. Now, my question is going to be, if they lose the election, are they going to pull a Donald Trump and say, we didn't lose and we're not getting out of office? Because they've done that to an Alabama. There's a mayor in Alabama who won an election, and because he's black, the good old boy down there said, eh, we're not going to let you be mayor. You know yeah. you won. Yeah. Is it, I mean, are they, are they prepared for this? Because I'm telling you, it's going to be an uprise. You know, um, let me tell you something. And I learned this back during the Obama administration. If you can't get Congress to pass any reasonable gun safety laws after babies were murdered and mutilated, they, they don't care. They just don't care. If you can't get Congress to react after seeing babies shot up, they don't care. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what's going on. You can sit here and talk about whether or not, oh, we hope that, you know, Republicans can, uh, you know, we hope that uh, these people are going to do this, that, that. It's not going to happen. At the end of the day, the bottom line is, is that, you know, Republicans, they don't care. They utilize the judicial system to get what they want. So at the end of the day, they, they don't give a damn. Like I said before, so if they didn't react when babies got shot up and mutilated, why do you think they're going to react from a 10-year-old getting raped? They don't care. Why are they going to react to this? You know, the Supreme Court, the Texas Supreme Court comes back and they reverse it. We're going to put a pause on it. Ken Paxton, who should be in jail, but he's still the, the attorney general of the state of Texas, these crooked-ass people, these crooked-ass white folks, I'm, I'm so tired of this nonsense. They get away with murder. They can do what the hell they want to do, and no one does a damn thing about it. No one. Mm-hmm. They continue to do it. It's unbelievable. You know, the story you brought up about the black mayor. You know, we talked about uh-huh. that uh, when it happened. I mean, at the end of the day, this is what they do. This is what they do. And, and, and no one. Alabama, with the Supreme Court. What they do there. The Supreme Court said, you can't gerrymander district. And we know they say you anyway. Exactly. 
Because they're what they're doing is they're playing. So what they're going to do is file a motion and you know just delay, delay, delay. So when you file a motion, guess what that does? That means that whatever the existing current laws are in place, you have to abide by them until there's a resolution. They know what the hell they're doing. Once again, crooked ass people. I hope they all burn in hell. This don't make any damn sense whatsoever. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. I heard something that sounded like the the, the snicker of the <laughs> smartest laughing. man. There he is, the smartest <laughs> man in the world. He's in the house, <laughs> Mr. Jerome is free. What's going on, Jerome? Man, good morning. How are you, yes, sir? Good morning, I'm Jerome. Good man. How are you? <laughs> hey, good morning. Last time, why are you? Yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah. I, I guess you can tell. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> I feel like we. I feel like we pulled Jay over to the to the to the right <laughs> side. I won't say the dark side. This is the right side over here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I was just having this conversation, though, Jay, re, um, earlier, actually, um, this morning. And, you know, I know I, I always say this, but the, our pro- the problem is is that we are the only ones who are law-abiding. We're following the system, and they keep changing it. So anytime something happens that don't benefit white folks, they will change it at the drop of a dime. And we're like handcuffed. It's like, oh, we can't do that because there's laws against that. Trump is not in jail right now for for a rule that somebody made up on the fly. Well, mm-hmm. we shouldn't do that because it looks like this. They're not fool of jail. But they won't do it because they get to make up rules around their laws. The law's on the books. He's guilty. Send us about to jail. It's like, no, because we don't want to look like because he's running for an election. Are you kidding me? Y'all can just make this stuff up on the fly? That's what it looks like, always. But you're absolutely right, Jay. There's rules for white people. Go ahead, Mr. Elliott. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jerome. I'm sorry. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. ahead, Finish your your thought, man. No, I I got it all brewed up for me. Go ahead. Yeah, they're just rules for them that they make up on the fly. And no matter what we say, they'll be like, oh, let's just go back to the legislature and change that. And they'll change it to benefit them, just like with that black mayor. They locked him out of his office. They locked him out. He won. And they were like, nope, we're not letting you come in there. Mm-hmm. And so everybody abided by it. Everyone abided by it. it okay. It's uh it's sad. It, it really and truly is. And Ken Paxson, this guy, once again, should be under the prison, has a mistress, has mm-hmm. all this nonsense. I mean, man, you think about these sorry, low-down scoundrels. That's what they are. That's yeah. what they are. And then they sit there and beat their chest, stand behind the podium, and you're going to tell me, oh, do as I say, not as I do? What the hell mm-hmm. is going on around here? This woman can yeah, lose her yeah. life, but they're going to sit here and tell her, oh, wait a minute, uh, you know, the bottom line is you haven't proved, you haven't proven. The freaking doctors have said that she could lose her life. She, every day she carries that child, her life is being threatened. There are poisonous uh, freaking liquids, you know, you know, bleeding, you know, being exposed to her body. And these clowns sit at a freaking state house and make these determinations. I'm going to tell you something, man. No, I'm not going to say that because I may have Secret Service after me. Go ahead, uh, Mr. Elliott. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say yeah, it. Yeah, well, don't do it. Here, here's one I'm not going to say it. Why, why don't you just go to another state and have an abortion? You know, what I was thinking the exact same thing. I was wondering, but you know what, man, but at some point in time, 
And I guess I can understand what she's doing because there are people that do not have the means to go to other states and do this. Right? right. I understand. But if your life is in danger, don't go have that abortion. I get come it. Back and fight it. But you know what, though? But someone could have said the same thing to Martin Luther King. And, and let me tell you where I'm going with this. So, you know, people say, hey, look, Martin. Your life's in danger, man. You know, you said your piece. You know, step away. Malcolm X, You, your life is in danger. Oh, you know what? I got to stand up for the greater good. So if my life is worth me making a change, then so be it. And I'm not saying that's her, her thought process. I don't know. It takes courage for someone to say, look, I know, but I'm going to stay here and fight this because if I don't fight it, who will? If everybody runs from the state and allow these crooked-ass Sorry, low-down people to continue to do what they're doing, then guess what? How do you have a fight against them? You're saying that this woman could die. You know, she's in court like she just robbed the 7-Eleven. This is ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous. And then, no shame. No shame. Mm-hmm. You're going to sit here, Ken Paxson, and stand behind the podium and talk about abiding by the laws of the state of Texas when your ass broke all of them, and the only reason you're still in office is because Republicans didn't have the backbone to push you out. Even though they, well, we're going to, we're going to impeach him, but, but we're, you know, we're going to vote to keep him on. Ridiculous. And then guess what that guy's doing? He's doing exactly what Trump said, and we'll talk about this later in the show, what Trump said he'd do on day one. Now he's going after mm-hmm. these folks. These, these mm-hmm. people are horrible. Go ahead, Jerome. I'm sorry, man. Can't stand you No, know, man. You know, I agree. That, you know, I agree with that 100% because we have to, how we need to look at what's going on in the world. And I know white folks are saying, oh, they're just bashing white folks and trying to make us feel some kind of way. We, we're trying to get you to see the forest for the trees, right? Mm. You're not even mm-hmm. understanding what your own dysfunction is. And everybody else outside of you can see that. But all you hear is, well, they're not talking about me or why y'all bashing us, where truly we have all of these examples of this, this not even dysfunction, of white supremacy, of, of um, oppression, and of people trying to really convince you that this is the best place in the world while we're doing this at the exact same time. And it doesn't even gel. It doesn't gel because we'll be like, oh, we need to get rid of Saddam because of blah, blah, blah. He's hurting his people. You're hurting your people, but we don't see nobody trying to get you up out of office. Right. right? So you get to be judge and jury of everybody else, um, and then don't live that same – you're not living that same way. You know, we watch – country still antiquities from everybody else in the planet and then go back and tell them well we're we're the only ones that can secure this history so we're not going to give you your own stuff back that's what white folks do we have so many examples of this that it at some point needs to sink in and so while white folks are running around crying fire and and the world will never be the same it will never be the same and you did it Right? Because now that people can see this blatant example of hypocrisy, now you want us to go back and to believe a lie that we need to just follow the judicial system. We need to just kind of let it work out. That's what fairness is all about. And there's no fairness on 
you know, January 6th stuff. There's no fairness on anything that you do, um, and especially with women. This is why I want to be really clear on this. This is why when black women start to have problems with black men, they don't realize that they are assuming the problems of white women that white women have with white men. Because white men don't give a damn about that white woman. If she dies, then they'll be like, oh, my bad, we made the wrong call. She's mm-hmm. screaming to you that she could die and you still won't help her. You still won't help her. And then they're like, oh, we're the most humane people on the planet. I give money to PETA or something. Right? We need to see, we need to see it for what it's worth. We don't have the same problems, and white men are really problematic because they can't see the forest for the trees, and their humanity sucks. So they don't give a, a rat about that white woman who's pleading with them that I'm going to die if I don't do this procedure. They're like, I don't care. I don't care. You can't do that procedure unless we tell you you can do it. That sounds. That should sound crazy, but the only people who it sound crazy to is people who are already oppressed and can see white folks for who they are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, luckily we don't have people on the show today who be like, not all white people. I don't care how you differentiate because if you can't see it, you are part of the problem too. Yeah. Well, let, right? me, let me say this. Let me say this because I'm reading something now that just came through, and I'm, I'm going to say this. And, and, you know, I heard what you just said, Jerome. I'm going to tell you right now. My problem is with anybody that's trying to oppress folks, right? I speak what's on my damn mind. I don't give a damn how you feel about it or anyone else feels about it. At the end of the day, wrong is wrong. I don't give a damn what color you are, but guess what? It just so happens that all the people who are doing this nonsense look like a sheet of paper. You can sit here and turn it. <laughs> this person writes, oh, uh, here we are bashing white people again. Well, I am bashing oppressors. I am bashing people who are making these laws and who are conducting these laws, and they just as crooked as a four-dollar damn bill. They all happen to be your color. I don't give a damn about that. You fix that. I ain't got a damn thing to do with that. I am tired of sitting here and walking around and acting like that these folks are not doing these things. I'm tired of it. Right. I'm tired. Tired. Right. Telling the, telling the truth is not bashing somebody. That's the point that we're making. We are sitting there screaming. Black folks have screamed. White women have been screaming. People are screaming that something is wrong, and it's like, oh, y'all just bashing white people. It's like if white people are the only people who can't hear, that means you're deaf. That's, that's mm-hmm. what it is. So we can call you out for being deaf if you can't hear us, but the only thing that you can hear is that you don't have a supremacy, like you don't have the top layer of ethics and morals, uh, the illusion of that. When you don't have that anymore, you feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. White folks should be calling each other out for doing this, and they won't do it. So from our perspective, we have to call you out because we can see it clearly. That's your problem that you can't see. Yeah. Show, show me one white mayor who's won an election and he was he or she was denied access to their office. I'll wait. We have the whole damn show. <laughs> State your case is coming up at the end. Give me some examples, and I'll be more than happy to read them on the air. But until then, shut the F up and stay out of my lane. If you don't like what we're saying, you can beat it. Fox News is out there. News Nations is out there. You can go and watch all that nonsense and, you know, do what you do. 
So maybe you're taking this approach like I do. Sometimes you got to hear what the enemy's saying. Well, if you think we're the enemy, then that's your problem. Because nobody's not <laughs> saying anything that's not untrue on this show. I'm not saying you think we're we making this stuff up. You think we're making this up? case that the Supreme Court has ruled on, and you say we're not going to follow it. Tell me another case that that, that, that happened to. The Supreme Court, you have to say, hey, the, 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 your gerrymandering is, is not, you know, it's wrong. You, you, you shouldn't Where gerrymander. Where are you, the you lies? Where, are we lying? So where, what, tell me, are we lying? Are we, li- are we making this up? Are we just saying this for entertainment purposes only? Tell me. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is true. Go look it up. And you guys should be horrible. And there are some people who are really sounding their alarm against this. That's true. But I'm talking about the folks who are making these rules. This is ridiculous. In a country that's supposed to be the home of the free and the brave. It's free if you, like, white and got a whole lot of money. Because mm-hmm. if you vote, if you black, yeah. if you a woman, you only brave guess if, what? And you only yeah. brave, you only brave if you have a hood on. People mm-hmm. are cowards. <laughs> so nice. that's where your brave comes from. Freaking, ugh. God, man, my, my, my head hurts. I don't even know if I can make the rest of the show. I'm sure I don't oh, no. think I can make it. All right, folks, uh, we're going to stop. I'll take a break. It's convenient time in four minutes or less, something that you need to know. This past week, we lost a pioneer in television. I didn't realize this guy was such an advocate for uh, for civil rights. Norman Lear passed away this past week, and we'll uh, reflect on his life in this week's edition of Four Minutes or Less. Something that you need to know, I will go and uh, I will go. I'll get a paper bag, I'll breathe in a paper bag, I'll go and say woo-saw and rub my ears, and when I come back, I promise you I'll be on my best behavior. It's the serious side, 347-850-1272. We'll be right back after this. Norman Lear, who died this week at the age of 101, produced TV sitcoms, which are often considered the basic bologna on white bread sandwiches of television, set up, punchline, chuckles and roars, then repeat. But in the early 1970s, Norman Lear and his producing partner, Bud Yorkin, changed the recipe. They found laughs in subjects that were often no laughing matter. Racism, sexism, homophobia, the war in Vietnam. People tuned in. All in the family came first, different generations and attitudes all living and fussing under the same roof in Queens, New York. Archie Bunker sat in his recliner spouting dumb, bigoted malaprops, and came Norman Lear's spinoffs from that show. The Jeffersons, Archie Bunker's black next-door neighbors in Queens who strike it rich in the dry-cleaning business and move to the Upper East Side of Manhattan, I'll quote the theme song here, to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Then Good Times, in which Florida Evans, a character who first appeared as Maud's housekeeper, and her family live in public housing in Chicago. There's a fair debate even today about whether Norman Lear's historic sitcoms got 120 million Americans to laugh at the stupidity of bigotry, or just laugh it off. The most stunning moment of Norman Lear's sitcom mastery might have been the broadcast of Saturday night, February 19, 1972. Sammy Davis Jr., the great black entertainer playing himself, rode in Archie Bunker's cab but left his briefcase. Archie took it home. 
Sammy Davis Jr. is grateful and comes to Queens to pick it up, but first must sit through some of Archie's absurd orations. Archie insists that he's not prejudiced. Sammy Davis Jr. purports to agree, telling Archie in front of his family, If you were prejudiced, you'd walk around thinking you're better than anyone else in the world. But I can honestly say, having spent these marvelous moments with you, you ain't better than anybody. And then, while posing for a photo, Sammy Davis Jr. kisses Archie Bunker on the cheek. Smack! An interracial same-sex kiss on primetime TV in 1972. This week, we remember Norman Lear by hearing what followed. An audience shocked, thrilled, and maybe a little uncomfortable to see TV history being made right in front of them. And what may be the longest studio sitcom laugh ever. One, two, three. Come on, let's go. Just a minute, I gotta finish this. Wait, you're gonna post those pictures of Mary? Yep. She thinks she's so hot. But her mom and dad will see them. Her grandmother, her little sister, everyone she knows. It's going to kill her. Who cares? Just a couple of pictures. No big deal. No big deal? Don't. This has got to stop. Stop cyberbullying. The results could be deadly. Online radio at its best. Let me just say something here. You know, his reasonable peace deal in Ukraine, he made it clear. Give them all the land they've already stolen. Promise Putin you'll never put Ukraine in Russia, and then trust Putin not to have a relationship with China. Let me tell you something. That's no that's reasonable. That's not my deal. That's, that's not my deal. Yes, it's exactly what I'll, you I'll said. You do this at every debate. I'll just, I'll you say exactly no, 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 don't interrupt me. I didn't doing. interrupt you. Okay? You tell say this. You, you do this. You do this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you out on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you bend you back away. And I want to I'll say, say what? Exactly no, what I'm, I, I'm not Definitely. done yet. <laughs> Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two forty nine minutes after the hour or eleven minutes before the top of the hour, whichever you prefer. You take it. That was the that was the Governor Christie and Vasa Wame Wame Wame, whatever his damn name is, debating in the fourth and final. Republican debate before the Iowa caucuses, and uh, let me tell you something. Uh, you know, I have to watch it because it's for the show, and you know, we I want to report on it. And uh, at the end of the day, it was just another S show. Um, it, it's funny to watch these people fight each other, and you know, Chris Christie once again. I can't believe I'm saying this. He's the one that's making the most sense out of all these crazy folks on the stage because once again, he's saying, look. Where's Donald Trump? You know, everybody on this stage is, you know, I don't know, somebody's breathing hard. Hopefully you, you, you're not choking on this. Um, he's the one that's saying, look, he's the one that sounds like he has some sense. But, Jerome, you know it's a cold day, you know where, where if we're sitting here saying that this guy makes sense on the Republican side. You know, because once again, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a damn duck. He's a Republican just like the rest of them. But at the end of the day, he, you know, he sounds like he's going after Donald Trump. He's telling the truth. And I guess that's a rarity in the Republican Party. What say you, sir? 
didn't have his mic on. Turn his mic on. Sorry about that, Jerome. Oh. No, okay. So, I think <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear think you could hear me. Yeah. All right, so, so you're, you're absolutely right in that the craziness is we accept, we have to accept crazy people as being, being standard bearers because of the crazier people, right? <laughs> so just somebody like, uh, right, just think about it. So Merrick Garland, for example, who's the, the attorney general. Yeah. Obama didn't think that he can put in anybody who was, you know, middle of the road or just a regular Democrat. So he got this conservative Democrat, Merrick Garland. That dude yeah. won't prosecute Trump. But they're prosecuting Hunter Biden, right? Yeah, and it's weird to me, yeah. right? But I'm saying that it's weird to me that we keep pushing ourselves so far in conservatism. It's crazy because we have to adhere to conservative people. So you give them somebody conservative, and then the conservatives are fighting against the crazy. And now we're saying the crazy people are at least more saner than the crazier people. Because Nikki Haley is not fit, Dagon, um, whatever his name, Christie isn't, but he, they're damn sure more fit than the other dude, whatever that guy's name is. So it's it's weird to me that we have to debate over crazy, but that's where they are. And again, the only wild card in here is white females, because white males are going to vote for those nuts no matter what. Yeah. And white females are the only people who pendulum swing. And I think if we say that enough, white women will really understand that that you need to vote with your for your own um, interest. And your own interest is those white men are messing with your reproductive stuff. They're messing with, um, you know, anything across the board, want to take affordable health care away. They're telling you this. Trump is telling them, I'm going to just start going after people if I get back in office. And they're like, yeah, he's polling well. And I'm like, of course he's polling well. You're, per- you're polling conservative people, right? And so when you look at their debates, that's why I don't watch them. I don't really watch Republicans like that because it's just crazy fighting crazy. And you're never going to learn anything from it. And what happens is that when we report on it, we're normalizing crazy. You know, so Chris Christie's going to have his butt on Dancing with the Stars when he loses or – that other crazy dude was, or Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> like all of them down there with They are, because we like to normalize our crazy, and we we need to call it out. And so on this program, we call it out all the time. But at the same time, you know, we still get the comments that like that you just read that people are like, "Oh, y'all bashing white folks." If the crazy just happen to be white, that's your problem. Just nothing happened to be ours. Same with the stars. That's a good one, Jerome. You know, Mr. Elias, um, (laughs) you're right. I mean, I watch it, you know, because I just got to know. I have to know. And and it's interesting when you watch this guy, whatever his damn name is, uh, I'm just going to call him Alphabet. Uh, This guy, uh, you know, he is crazy. Some of the things he has said and the fact that he's even on the stage at this point tells you everything that you need to know. He's, he's a nutball. 
And Governor DeSantos, even though a lot of people said he had a pretty good debate, he got smashed when he went one on one against Gavin Newsom. That we, you know, we talked about that last week. Um, but you know, man, you know what 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 makes me nervous is that when you see. And, and, you know, people can talk about, you know, we talked about this last week about how folks look at Biden and they talk about his age and things of that nature. And, and listen, that's just the reality. They're going to talk about that. So be it. But, man, do you honestly think that if Donald Trump – well, you know what? I don't even know why I'm asking you this question because there's no rule that says that he can't run as a convicted felon. I wondered if this guy gets convicted – and he gets voted into the White House, how the hell is that going to turn out? I mean, has anyone thought about this? I mean, this guy. There's, there's a man convicted. that ran in the 20s, that ran in the 20s. There's a man that ran in the 20s. can't remember his name right now. If I look it up, I'll try to find it. He ran for office while he was sitting in jail. He ran for office. So, yeah, you can. Yeah, it's not the same wow. you can. <clears throat> All right, so I guess my yeah. question, because I was going to ask the question, you know, if Donald Trump is not the, you know, the Republican nominee, the GOP nominee, which I don't even know why I asked, because he's he's beating everybody by fifty points. So and if and if he's convicted, it doesn't matter. He's going to, I don't know, man. Y'all go ahead, because I'm I'm confused. I'm confused on all of this. I'm confused <laughs> on what we talked about the first segment. I'm confused that we're even having a conversation about a guy who can be convicted and still voted in as president. I'm just well, lost, okay, so, man. Are we in the final wait, days? So what I, does the Bible say about this stuff? Go ahead, Jerome. Jesus. No, I, okay. I, I want to add to this, Jay, because here's the thing. Think about how easy it is to get a felony as a black person, just generally, yeah. right? Yeah, you're okay. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point. Somebody yeah. says that you don't. Right. And so the brilliance of coming out of tyranny for the people who um, kind of organize the country to that degree, they want to make sure that rich people, right, the people who can get their records wiped clean, those people couldn't disqualify you from running for office. So if the people wanted you there, there's two systems, there's two mechanisms for getting an office. One is that you get appointed, or the other one is that the people as a consensus bring you in there. It is still kind of brilliant to be able to do that because otherwise we'll have like this, um, this royal class of people that only these people are qualified to be here. Only if you went to Harvard or Georgetown Law or whatever, that like, would do that. So the fundamental thing says, you know what? If the people in your community want you to represent them, how you can do it. Because otherwise, I, and I can just tell you here, uh, one of the deputy police chiefs, before he got deputy police chief, um, and he was black, a gun was stolen out of his car at his house. And it was a police car, right? So I, I had a conversation with him, and I said, listen, I'm going to tell you what's going on, is that people can see on the wall you are sending to police chief, so they're trying to disqualify you. And he said, listen, I have a key, and there's, I have a key to the car, and there's a key to the car at the police station. So it had to be somebody in the police department that stole it. 
what happened is that there was a crime, a shooting or something, and they found the gun belt on the police scene in some crime. Mm. They were trying to disqualify him, and he still became police chief because he said, I filed the paperwork, I did what I need to do when it got stolen out of my car. That was other officers, white folks, trying to disqualify that black man. But let's just say wow. they did. Then technically they'd be like, oh, well, you can't be the police chief because somebody stole your gun belt or, or a gun out of your car. The reason that we knew it was a police officer because all police officer belts have a um, distress button on it. So if you hit it, there'll be 30 police cars showing up. Nobody ever hit it in about a year and a half, and then they find a gun someplace. The only people who knew it was there was the police officers. So I, I say that just to wow. say this. To run for office, that is still a part of the brilliance that you can be convicted of a crime or or somebody just can't trump up charges on you and then say, oh, you're disqualified. But we should have a higher expectation than this because, again, He's talking about grabbing women by the crotch and stuff and doing all this stuff and defrauding people and stealing folks' money at Trump University and then having Trump states. and do, Like, he is breaking any law that that dude can, and these folks are still being like, well, I like his policy on taxes. Like, they're, like, making excuses to like him. But it is, so a messed up, it is a messed up part, Jerome, to me. You can run for president and be a felon, but you can't in Florida vote. Uh, and an election if you're a felon. This is that, that's yeah. the craziest part in the world to me. Well, that's what Chris again, Christie brought up during the GOP uh, debate. He said, you know, this guy is going to be a felon, and he can't even vote for himself. So you're right, Mr. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yes. Yep. And so, but I'm saying, because there, those laws of being a felon was to disqualify you for being able to participate in the system, but at the, on the opposite end of that, again, they have laws and they have rules. And so it's like being a judge. I, I would hear people say this all the time. I thought you have to go to law school to be a judge. And I'm like, no, you don't, right, because technically they're elected positions. So what did the Bar Association do at some point? They won't endorse you to be a judge unless you was a lawyer, but you do not have to be a lawyer to be a judge. You don't have to know the law. Not how that goes. You go through in New York State. I know it's. I think it's five weeks now. But I think they just train you for five weeks to be able to judge cases. It is not. You don't need a law degree for that. And again, it's the brilliance of it. Now the appellate court and all of those guys, they need to know the law, historically reference why they're making rulings. So the higher up you go, yes, they they require that you know, you know, different laws. But you don't need to be a, an attorney to be a judge. And so, you know, there's all these contradictory laws that actually happens in this country that allows people to skate when they understand it. And um, it benefits that the class of people who create all of these crazy doggone loopholes inside of their own laws. And then when you don't have proper representation, you get spit out of the system. And black folks have, over the years, have been so judgmental because, again, we're kind of purists when it comes down to right and wrong. Just like Jay said earlier, if you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right, or, or, you know, to some degree, I'm paraphrasing. But the truth is that's usually how black folks see the world, and it does not work for white folks. Because, And I can give you an example. Crack 
we was dismissing people who were on drugs back in the days. Crystal meth, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's an epidemic, and let's save our children. Here's some Narcan. <laughs> right? Like, they're like they're victims of drug use. It's like they're making it out of Drano. Right? Like, oh, my goodness. You're not a victim. Wow. You're making your Good old point. drugs. No, that's an excellent point, man, that you that you brought up. And it kind of reminds me of, remember, we talked about this on this show a thousand times, how, the, you know, the kid who I think he raped some child and raped, raped another woman, and they said, well, we don't want to, we don't want to, uh, you know, uh, what was the judgment on that life. again? Yeah, we don't want to ruin his life because of, you know. Yeah, he was going to Stanford. His name was Brock something. Can't yeah. remember the guy's name. But he raped mm-hmm. an unconscious girl. And they yep. didn't. Want, the judge said he didn't want to ruin his life for this one mistake. Yeah. Again, <laughs> one mistake. white men and white women. Well, I understand why white women. <laughs> no, seriously. Wow. Disregarding the body of another person is crazy wow. for the um, wow. for the sacrificial of keeping white men's status intact. Yeah. He's going to be somebody someday, so we can't ruin sure his life is. just from raping some woman. Yeah. Once again, and they should really, women should really wake up and see what's going on too. You know, you, you, you know, you think that you're a part of the solution, but you're a part of the problem. At the end of the day, they don't respect you either. You know, we just talked about that during the first segment. So, you know, wake up and smell no, the but, coffee, but, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but women use that when they want to talk about OJ. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe he did that, Nicole. Right? Like, they will place stuff on black people that they don't do on white folks. Right? So no matter how many times I go out here and say the same thing from the same facts from the same case, OJ wasn't even there. And and white folks hate him, especially white females, like he's like he slapped them. But a guy who rapes an unconscious woman can look at her in court and be like, I ain't do it. <laughs> right? Like whatever. So oh, man, yeah. I tell you what. Yeah, well, that's uh, the good old U.S. of A., our country. Tis of Eve, sweet land of liberty, oh, the I sing. Speaking of singing, uh, it's time for part one of Mariana Music's, music, uh, music's Corner, part one. Uh, next time I take a break, I'm just disgusted this morning. I, I, I'm so pissed off at the things we're talking about. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Five minutes after the hour, you're listening. Serious side of the J. Rowell Show. you win. 
Once upon a time, in a place called Mzansi, the people loved driving cars everywhere. They used lots and lots of electricity and chopped down many trees for firewood. And then a very strange thing happened. The weather began to change. In some places there were droughts where before there was rain. In other places the rivers flooded. The grown-ups realized they were contributing to the strange weather. They discovered if they used clean energy and less electricity, they could save Mzansi for their children. What happened then? How the story unfolds is up to each and every one of us. Switch off, recycle, change. Help save tomorrow, today. Online radio at its best. Before the debate tonight, the candidates uh, were asked to sign a pledge. It was written by the RNC committing to support the eventual nominee, which will almost certainly not be them, which is kind of, I mean, forcing them to agree to support Donald Trump. It feels like asking Japan to promise to support Godzilla when he attacked again. Trump had his own event last night. He had town hall on Fox News where Scammy Sosa somehow managed to swing and miss at the softest of all balls. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except for He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not, that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be... I'm going to be, you know, he keeps, I love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. All right, right. He'll only be a dictator on day one, as opposed to the rest of the time, where there's no tater, just dick. We are going. Oh, boy. Welcome back in. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. That was yours truly. Donald Trump saying that he will be a dictator on day one. And the most disgusting show in the history of the Sirius I continues. As we continue to point out the hypocrisy of some of these people who have been leaders and who are seeking to be leaders again of this great country of ours. Oh, my God. Once again, Donald Trump telling you what he's going to do, and you folks are voting for him anyway. Um, Who wants this one? Because I'm so put off by all the topics of this show today, and I'm just disgusted. So nothing but venom is going to shoot from my lips this morning doing this whole broadcast because I can't believe how this stuff is in the it's in the plain sight of day. If you walk up and see someone robbing a bank, right, and you, you, there's no way you can deny we see you. You don't have your mask on. You got 15,000 witnesses, and you do it, and you get away with it. The hypocrisy of this country. It's like we don't care if you do the crimes. We don't care. You know, you can go murder people. We're going to put you in jail for that stuff. But, hey, if you're going to go make laws who's going to affect millions of people and you're corrupt, we don't give a damn. Go ahead. <laughs> do it. I- some of, these, some of these voters want him to be the king of the United States. Let's just call it what it these is. These people are they want him. Puffs. They want him. They want Don Jr. They want Eric. They want Ivanka. They want uh, whatever the youngest name is. They want them to be a dictatorship. They want this. 
they, they, I mean, I've seen shirts with that on it. Where every four years, you know, and the guy, the guy, and the guy was like, it's supposed to be eight years, but every four years, this clown had that, you know, it's going to be uh, Don Jr., Eric, then Ivanka. That, that's just what they want. They want an autocracy. They, they, they don't want the whole black people in office. They don't want any, they want to get their laws passed and they want black folks to go back to being slaves. You can say what this you want to, but that's what they want. They this want us to go crazy. back to being slaves. Yes. This is, yes. this is nuts. This is nuts. I mean, once again, this is a guy. <laughs> he's just, he defies court orders. I mean, he's just, if you look up outlaw the dictionary, there should be a picture of Donald Trump there. I mean, he's just an outlaw. He's just, he's breaking the rules. No one does anything about it. When he was in office, he was making mm-hmm. money off the post office, which was right down the street from the White House. Some building that he turned into his, put his name on the out, on the front of it, had foreign dignitaries staying there. I mean, I think Saudi Arabia, what what did they do, reserve three floors or something like that? Making money while he's in office. I want to go to work. I want to go to take a dollar salary. Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're making money hand over fist. Your kids are making money because you're the president. You know, we talked about this when it happened. In Scotland, they made U.S. Uh, uh, US planes refuel at some freaking refueling depot that was closest to his one of his freaking uh, golf courses over there. He was char- they were charging the Secret Service all types of money to rent space out in Trump Tower. I mean, what kind of country is this that you allow this nonsense to continue? And we're talking about, you know, we're talking about other countries. You know, oh, my God, you know, we, we, we're going to go in and, you know, we, you know, listen, we're the greatest country in the world. So, you know, you know we're going to tell you how to run your, your land. <laughs> These people, they love Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, can I, hey, can you say Iran-Contra? Oh, you know, President Obama didn't have any freaking controversies during his time in the White House. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, he did. I'm sorry. He did. He wore a brown suit in the damn uh, Oval Office. He yeah, sure did. not brown in the pan. I, I, I'm sorry. He wore a tan suit. How can I be so? Oh my God! What is wrong with me? Yeah. He wore a tan suit in the Oval Office. That's right. Even though there are plenty of pictures of Reagan wearing a damn tan With suit. Tan suit. Yeah. People, I mean, man, I can't stand these people today. I can't stand them. This is crazy. If 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 you if if someone in the future. Oh, let's say if we could take this show back to the 70s or 80s. They'd hear this and thought we were crazy. There's no way they right. say, my God, we have a person that's a, that's a convicted felon. That's, he, well, he's indicted running for office, and he can win. You can win, Jesse. You can win. You better than Harold Washington. Ask Harold Washington. Run for mayor. Run for Leave president. Harold Washington out of this. <laughs> yeah. 
Be the voice of, of sanity, Jerome, because I'm telling you right now, I am fit to be tied today. I am not qualified to be the host of this show because I am so pissed off today about the stuff that we're talking about that I'm ready to just walk out of the street and just swing on the first light complexion person I see. <laughs> well, you know what? Again, this is not unprecedented, but I, I will be the slight voice of reason. Ellie asking me the you. voice of reason. I was slightly. I'll he's not the voice of back. Not him. Not him. No, not that guy. He's, he's <laughs> definitely not have the voice no, of oh, reason. If, if Ellie has well, to be here for us, we <laughs> we're, we're, we're <laughs> shipping <the> ship. <laughs> Down goes the Titanic. Oh my God. Yes. Like so. It's like. It's like you um, playing a clip about Norman Lear. If you don't know who Monte Moore is, Monte yes. Moore created the Jefferson, Good Time. Sure did. Fully High, the Cosby Show. Like, all of these things. And that dude is broke. You know who got money? Norman Lear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Norman. And so we, even though we can go back and recorrect um, correct history, like, everyone's like, he had this pioneering shows, yes, right? He produced them. He got them on the air. But he fought these black folks and then took credit for stuff, even though Monte Moore's name is on, on you know, what's happening and all of those shows yeah, yeah. that he, he created. Yeah. He didn't receive any money for it because they all ripped them off. Yeah. And yeah. so if people get mad because we're calling out white folks, it's like stop stealing. Yeah, That's the only yeah. thing we can tell you. If you want us to stop calling y'all out, stop, stop the steal. Stop the steal. Yeah. Well, well, like TLC, right? What, remember what TLC said when they won their Grammy? <laughs> remember the speech that they gave? And, and yeah. Left Eye was about to go in and kidnap some, some record producers. I mean, think about right. that for a second. Remember what she said? Well, we're broke. We're, we're broke. broke. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember she's that. like, how do you say how do you sell 10 million records and still be broke? And she just broke it down. Because she was oh, like, yeah. 10 million records, and we got $30,000 a piece out of yeah. 10 million records. I think it was more than that, yep. but more more records than that. But she was like, how can we oh, be yeah, with them? Yeah. yeah, she said something yeah, about maybe. we're the top grossing of the selling and we're broke. Hey, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, You know what? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. They have been stealing they have been doing our people wrong for a long time, and these folks continue to do it, man. They continue to do it. And then people sit here and call us out. I'm reading some more of these comments. This guy, Willie, I'm going to read one of you. I'm not reading all this crap you're putting out here, but I'm going to read a couple of them. But, but at the end of the day, y'all sit here and act as if we're telling lies on this program. You act as if that we're the ones that you want to point the fingers at us because we're shining light on the injustices that you guys have been doing to folks mm. over a whole lifetime. But we're the enemy. All we're doing is reporting what you've done. That's all we're doing. Right. That's it. Right. We, we didn't, you know, me, Jerome, and Miss Elias didn't sit on the high court and tell a woman that she couldn't have an abortion. Well, we didn't do that. We didn't vote to put that in right. office. So stop <laughs> it with this hypocrisy, with this nonsense that you guys spew. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> 
Your your leader said he wanted to be a dictator on day one. What if President Obama would have said that? Man, they would have lost their freaking minds. Oh yeah. my God! Go ahead, yeah. Ken, go ahead, guys. I'm 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 just I'm gone. I'm well, gone for the day. Me, just I'm gone. I'm out remember, here. remember giving health care, giving health care to people was him being a dictator. Remember that? Hitler mustaches uh, carrying the signs yeah. with him with a stethoscope around his neck and the Hitler mustache. Right. That most of those Every, people are using today. That right. in mind, too. Right. And it was like, oh, my gosh, he's sinking this country, and how are we going to pay for that? It's like, um, well, we don't have money to pay for that. Let's just give Israel, um, you know, $40 billion, yeah. and let's keep it moving. But don't nobody yeah. complain about that. No, you know, you feed you feed one person in this country, and it's like, oh my gosh, they're getting a free meal. People, like I said, our our the values are so jacked up that people are making you. I think it was Malcolm that said that they will make um, people who are um, good look bad, and people look look who are bad they'll make them look good. That's what marketing does for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Who was that? Who's that Elon Musk that said about oh, them telling lies on Twitter or something that if any of the the, um, the sponsors want to leave, get the f out or something? Yeah, Wait, Elon Musk said that. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. first thing he did is let Donald Trump back on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then oh, they he let Ali Jones back on there too, Mister. I mean, uh, Jerome. He just let him back on. Yeah. To, listen, I know it's an economy. I know it's a car. It's a great car. But if you own a Tesla, you're really bankrolling these fools. They can't do right. this stuff if you don't give money. Right. Let Alex Jones back on there. The guy who said that the, the kids in Connecticut, they were actors. Think about if you lost your child during that massacre. Mm. If some idiot wow. comes up and says that they were actors. I mean, what, what is this, man? Are you serious? Yeah, to pay for that, didn't it? Well, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> sure. You didn't take it back. Okay. I was lying. Yeah, but, I mean, if you want to hurt rich people, hit them in their pockets. That's the only yeah, way yeah. well, they, That's the only they, they understand. Yeah, well, guess what? They'll use the court system to delay, 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 stop. I mean, you know, they, they play the long uh, ball, man. Yeah, you eventually got to pay. You eventually yeah, got to pay. Yeah, well. Okay, all right. And, yeah, and if you delay that long, you still got to pay me. If you got to pay me with uh, uh, interest and everything else that should have been cool. Yeah, yeah, anyone. yeah. I'm like P. Rose. I'm like, I'm going to use the P. Rose court. Hell, don't put me in the Hall of Fame after I'm dead. Hell, I want it while I'm alive. Hell, yeah, I mean, you can't keep that money from me that long. Hell, I'll be Yeah, well, okay. I don't care about my grandkids. And, I don't care about my grandkids enjoying that damn money. Hell, I want it. They, you know, they can get whatever's <laughs> left. If I initiate it, I mean, like my friend said, hey, man, look here. <laughs> my buddy said, look here, man. I right, Look here. I don't give a damn about them. Hell. <laughs> they can get their own stuff. Look, Shoot, please. Tell them uh, stop being selfish. Stop that. Yeah. All right, so here's yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's, <laughs> no generational wealth at all. Mm-hmm. all right, exactly. Stop <laughs> acting like that. So can somebody tell me what's, what's going on with um, Rudy Giuliani? That's why you don't hear from him because they broke him. So oh, yeah. once people start mm-hmm. judgment, the people stop talking. To Elias' point, 
They will stop mm-hmm. talking because now he can't say nothing because he has no money to fight anybody. Mm-hmm. He can't defend himself. Look at Michael and Gale. Oh uh, yeah, I watched his deposition the other day. Well, that joker, he's a mad mm-hmm. white dude, boy. He is mad. Mm-hmm. He ain't sold mm-hmm. enough pillows to get him out of this. You know, he's the deposition. They got you know, they <laughs> they are coming this election fraud thing. I mean, you know, so they're I mean they're coming out to these people, man. But but you know, Dude, but he, once he's again, got huh? he's gonna have to move from pillows to mattresses. He's gonna have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the Seven Eleven. Say, hey man, you can't, you know, you can't rob this place. Eh? <laughs> don't give a damn about that, man. Put your hands up after the cash register. How is that any different? Help me, because th- that's exactly what's going on. You choose to follow right. the laws that's beneficial for you. You don't follow just, you know, if the Supreme Court says you can't gerrymander, you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, we don't give a damn. We don't care. I'm you. Hey, hey, I'm the new mayor of a town. Well, guess what, dude? <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be the mayor in your damn car because you're not coming to City Hall. Oh, oh wait a minute. But, but, but the ordinances and the city statute said that if I won the head, we don't give a damn about that. Go on somewhere. And you know, I mean, this is what they're law. doing. They passed they pass a law that they can, they can, they can legalize marijuana. What are they doing in Ohio? They're taking it back. Now they're saying it. And well, if you that's vote, what you got to vote. You vote. Oh, it does. You well, vote. You okay. got to vote on Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. We'll see what, We'll see how much that changes. Because these people, you know, they'll change that law too. I mean, they just—they're they, just out to do what they want to do. Because I'm going to tell you something, Mark. What I say, and I can't remember the year, but I'm just going to say 2035. I think that's the year when the white folks are in the minority. They are preparing for it because they know that soon and very soon their reign as the majority in this country is coming to an end. They can see it. They've been playing this stuff for months and years. They know it. And so now, and, what are we going to do? Go ahead, Jerome. Yeah, I like to remind. I like to remind people that was Hitler's thing. Hitler believed Ooh. that. Yes. They saw that years years prior that they knew that their yes. population was decreasing. That's where he came with the whole Aryan race kind of thing because yep. they knew that eventually they were not going to be on the planet any longer. So Hitler started yep. that in the 30s to make sure that they had enough white people on the planet. And that's Look why Elon man. Musk and Bill Gates and all of those guys, um, the World Health, Health Organization, that's why you should not take vaccines from those foods because that was his thing that we don't have enough uh we have overpopulation and then as of last year they're like we don't have enough people but what they mean is we don't have enough white people they're not even being slick about it anymore they're desperate 
Look at Jerome putting okay. the pieces together. Boy, I tell you what, you can't get it no place else, but right here. All right. Step it out, take a break. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You're listening to the serious side of the TJRS Radio Network online radio. This best. That's hundred. Today, nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition, from our children and grandparents to our veterans, coworkers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. 
But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress. And so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. And together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best. 347-850-1272 is the call in number 347-850-1272. It is the serious side of the J. Ross Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Of course, I'm Jay. Good morning to one. Good morning to all. Good morning to my big sis, Vanessa Mae Belly, who is off this morning. But my boys, my brothers in the house, let's say good morning to the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome Spree. What's going on, Jerome? How are you, bro? Good, bro. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Listen, good, question good. for you. On a need-to-know basis, are we going to get a taste today, or is that something that we're going to have to wait for? We're going to have to wait for another week for that. But, you know, I've only had in my head right now the Lakers winning the in, 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 um, season <laughs> tournament, so I just want to hear that. Yeah. No, uh, really, you could have skipped that. Okay, thank you, Jerome. The man against the first and last word. Hey, man, it's the first and last word here on the serious side. The one and only Mr. Hell to the E to the S. Good morning, sir. How are you? Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning. Next one, the high seas. Good morning, Red J. Good morning, Mary and the Music. And Mary and the Music, that first song was Let Me uh, Let Me Remind You. It's by Raquel Rodriguez and Sammy B. And the last one was Ooh La La by Jessica Jolie. Good morning, Momo B. Huh. Good morning, uh, with sister. Huh. Good morning, Kathleen. Huh. And good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning, my brother Jerome. Yes, sir. Mr. Elias, can we uh, say hello to some people in the world famous chat, if you don't mind, sir? Covina man is definitely in there with us. You know what, Kavina, man, that's my dog. Now, I know Kavina owns a Tesla. Now, you know, soul brother number one owns a Tesla. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But that's old brother number one. Now, for those who may not know, this guy has been with us damn near all the way. I think, man, I think, good God, I think Kavina Man was with us with the original three, GOG and Rob Smooth. And then, you know, I mean, so he's been here for a long time. Soul brother number mm-hmm. one owns a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Still love my mm-hmm. dog, though. Still love my dog. Still love my dog. All right, what's mm-hmm. happening to the pastor? What's happening, pastor? Uh, what's happening, Mister Willie F? Yeah, I'm gonna read. I'm only gonna read. Yeah, you got a few comments. I think I'm gonna read. What's up to Chris? What's happening to Diane? Want to say what's up to Beverly? Say hello to a lot of people out there. What's going on? Mwah, love you all. Appreciate you. Um, so you brought up the ends in uh, tournament. See, no, listen, man. What? The NBA, I saw the crossover 
between ESPN and TNT. Now, I know you guys probably don't like that stuff, but I thought that it was excellent. The ESPN uh, NBA Countdown broadcast to me is blah, but they brought TNT in. It was a great thing. I'm not sure if any of you guys saw the crossover. Did you see the crossover between the two? No, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. Uh, so you say they did a crossover while the while the Yeah, they did a crossover. Yeah, they did a crossover for uh, because, you know, TNT had one of the games and ESPN had one of the games. So they had a crossover where you had the ESPN countdown staff uh, with the TNT inside the NBA on TNT staff. It was hilarious. And Charles Barkley, man, that guy, he went after Stephen A. Smith. It was beautiful to see Stephen A. Smith to shut the hell up sometimes. It was really good. So anyway, it was uh, it was fun. I mean, you like to watch it, huh? How do you get Barkley to shut the hell up, though? No, I'm just joking. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, both ways. We want both yeah, ways yeah, to yeah. shut the hell up. And we... <laughs> hey, that's good, Jerome. That's okay. good. You good, bro? No, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right, and one more thing. Um, one more thing I want to bring up here, real quick. Uh, Jerome, have you seen the movie The Burial? What is it called? The Burial with Jamie Foxx. No, and somebody mentioned that movie to me. I have not seen it yet. You need to watch it, bro. You need Great. to watch okay. it. Okay. It is an outstanding movie. Mr. Elias turned me on to it about a week and a half ago, and I have watched it at least seven times since then. It's a great really? movie. Really? Yeah, it's a great it's movie. A great Listen, movie. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, people talk about how Jamie Foxx, and he embraced it. He just, he embodied Ray, doing Ray. Oh, my God. He did the same thing in this movie. And, Mr. Elias, you didn't tell me this. At the end of the movie, he dapped up the real Willie Gary. Willie yeah. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I yeah, didn't watch the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. He moved what? He dapped he dapped up. Okay, so at the end, you know, at the end of these movies, they have like little special yeah. things. And so at the end of the movie, he's walking out the courthouse and he encounters mm-hmm. this this elderly gentleman, and he said, "What's up, brother?" He said, "Yo, man." And the Will Willie Gary says, "Hey, I want to be like you when I grow up." He said, "Oh, man, you gonna get this? Mm-hmm. You gonna be better than me, Jamie Foxx." So yeah. the fictional yeah. Willie Gary met the real Willie Gary in the cameo. It's a good movie, man. You gotta go see it. You, you can see it at all. You gotta Justin, see it. Justin Houston, my cousin. Um, said, hey, watch this movie, and I never got a chance to watch it, and it was The Burial. It was a couple of weeks ago. It's a it's great movie. I did have a chance to watch it. Yep. It's good. You've you, you got to watch it. Uh, and I'm going to watch it again before the end of the day. All right, listen, one more thing. Uh, <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys, <laughs> who you got? Mr. Elias? Uh, I'm going with the Eagles on this one. All right, Jerome? Relentlessly. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I can't. I can't go against the, you know. Can't go against my people. <laughs> yeah, what it is. my brothers. I love y'all. I love y'all because if y'all had said anything else, I was cutting mics off for the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, well, in that case, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, make your mics off. <laughs> right. See, All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. All right. We have one more to tackle. One more topic to get into. Here it is. Online radio at its best. We want to begin tonight with the very serious criminal charges facing the president's son, Hunter Biden. The indictment coming down last night is breathtaking in its scope about how the Yale-trained lawyer allegedly spent years scheming to avoid more than a million dollars in taxes. Well, in the words of prosecutors, 
living an extravagant lifestyle. The 56-page indictment includes numerous salacious details, including how he spent his money on escorts and girlfriends. It's important to note that Hunter Biden has admitted a decades-long addiction problem to drugs and alcohol, getting worse after the death of his only brother, Beau. The reality is now that Hunter Biden faces two criminal trials as his father seeks re-election to the White House. In September, Biden was indicted by a separate grand jury on charges of lying about being a drug user on an application to buy a handgun. Hunter Biden, uh, listen, folks, um, you know, we talk about this on this show a lot, how, you know, listen, we just speak the truth. Hunter Biden is the president's son, and, you know, at the end of the day, man, he has to face just like everybody else. He's still white. And so, you know, the bottom line is this dude, man, this went from a plea bargain, which people thought would be a slap on the hand. This has made a turn, uh, Mr. Elias. I mean, my God. A lot of people are saying, legal experts are saying that if he didn't have the last name Biden, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But he does have the last name Biden. We were. And uh, that's what they're saying. But, But my goodness, man, I mean... He lost me when he slept with his his deceased brother's wife. I mean, come on, man. I mean, dude, really? I, I mean, I don't know what. Come you on. Do. Huh? I thought my I thought it was on mute. My bad. Oh. No. <laughs> that was a uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, I mean, that come on, I, mean I, I wouldn't yeah, even do my friend exactly. like that. Your old brother? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, he has, right, he has but, problems. Okay. He has problems. Right. So, just like the kids on Crystal Meth, um, yeah, they won't give yeah. him a pass because he's Biden's child, right? Yeah. So, yeah. here's what here's would be perfectly acceptable to me. Okay. Since he had addiction problems, we know what his problem is, and um, we know that he is a little unhinged. He, he don't work for the White House, he, he, you know, Ivanka Trump. He doesn't dare Like he don't. Yep. He has no function in government. Right. I would let and encourage the prosecution of him if I was Joe Biden, and I would pardon him because I think anybody would understand why he needs to be pardoned. He's going to let him go. Through... No, yeah. yes, there's a chance that he won't, but I hope that he does. I hope that his father's like, look, this don't make no damn sense. He mm-hmm. needs to be pardoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guess what? But guess what? But as soon as as soon as he does it, they're gonna go egg doo doo. But they didn't yeah, say anything with, with, well, with the, latest, uh, the latest trial. The, the latest trial is after until after the election. That's all you gotta do. The latest trial until right. after but, the election. But what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, Mr. Elias, is that they're gonna go egg doo doo. But they didn't go egg doo doo when Trump. Uh, pardoned uh, Steve Bannon. They didn't go egg doo doo oh, when he pardoned oh, Mike Flynn. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, what's the other guy uh, with the white hair that has a Nixon tattoo on his back? Oh, um, crazy! Um, the, uh, that with, the, with the Simon and Garfunkel glasses on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah little slow forehead. Uh, what's the yeah. guy's name? I can't think of his name. Um, um, Stone. Stone. Yeah, your Stone. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone. I was gonna Roger. say I know that uh Roger Stone. I know that uh, I gotta start watching my uh my Instagram feed too because a lot of times I'll say something 
And a real Delia actually knows the answer, and, you know, she'll she'll shoot a message, but I won't see it until after the show. I'm like, I need to start watching that. Anytime we get caught up, she's always on top of that stuff. But at the end of the day, it shouts out to Queens in the Morning and Real Delia and that crew. Love it. All right, so, but yeah. So, so, but it, but if he, but he should do it. And, you know, Mr. Elias, we talk about, you know, every time, Michelle, you know, I call you the anti-Michelle Obama, you know, when they go low, we go high. Not you. You say we go lower. At the end go of the low. day, this is a situation. This is a situation where, you know, you need to do the same thing. You can't mm-hmm. tell me that Trump, the only reason Trump is running for office is because he do not want to go to jail. That's mm-hmm. the reason. Don't let nobody right. fool you. Right. That's it. That's he the part, he is going to pardon himself, Jerome. That's what he's going to do. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. So if I'm Biden, I do the exact same thing. Who gives a damn? Right. I would mm-hmm. do the exact same thing. Right. And and I, whether it's Christine Gillibrand or any yeah. of those Democrats on the other side who feel like they're higher than mighty, I give mm-hmm. them the finger. Forget yeah. them and pardon those sons. If there's anybody mm-hmm. who needs to be pardoned, it's him. Mm-hmm. Trump pardoned Kirchner's daddy. Yeah. That dude did it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Pardon exactly. child. You know, he don't need, there's no price that he needs to pay. First of all, he, he didn't pay his taxes. He paid it back. So he's square with the IRS, but they want to prosecute him anyway because he didn't pay it when he was on drugs. Come on, but then, man. But then they don't they don't want to do nothing to Trump and his his legal woes in New York. Right. He still ain't paying taxes. Right. And they then they ignored it. Like you said, he had, he owned that post office where he had mm-hmm. other foreign heads coming there paying him money just to buy rooms and not even stay there. Right. So that he can make money. Yeah. And you and you want to and you want to give somebody's son see again the Biden's you know, and I, I really, like, hesitate in saying this, but this is how black people get treated. Wesley Snipes go to jail for three mm-hmm. years yeah. because his accountant didn't pay his taxes, and Wesley wrote them a check, and they still sent him to jail. Still yeah. sent him to jail. So, you know, we we can't get no... No kind of equity across, no justice anywhere across the board when it comes to this stuff. So I encourage black folks in particular. So black folks, if you're listening, you know, that's that Trump line, Russia. But anyway. If <laughs> you know damn well they're listening. Black, exactly. Exactly. Black folks, if you're listening, mental note, you need to look out for your people like white folks look out for theirs. Yeah. And so forget. Forget white folks intervening, saying, no, we shouldn't do just because other people. Stop listening to them because they don't give a rat about none of us when they start looking out for their own people. Seriously, Hmm. we need to get on top of this a little bit better. We do. We do. Good stuff. All right. Last break. We'll be right back after this. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Regions Bank. State and local leaders, schools and nonprofits turn to Regions to navigate government and institutional finance. Visit the government, institutional, and nonprofit banking page on Regions.com. Regions Bank, member FDIC. 
Tensions have flared up again in the South China Sea. This time the Philippines and China are trading accusations over the collision of vessels near a disputed island. Here's John Ruich reports. The Philippines Coast Guard says China rammed and blasted water cannons at resupply vessels. The boats were trying to reach 2nd Thomas Shoal, an uninhabited feature where Filipino soldiers are stationed on an old boat that was run aground more than 20 years ago to stake Manila's territorial claims. The shoal lies within the Philippines' exclusive economic zone. China claims sovereignty over 2nd Thomas Shoal too, though, and the Chinese Coast Guard said Philippine ships had illegally entered the area without China's permission. One, it said, intentionally rammed a Chinese Coast Guard vessel. Friction between Beijing and Manila in the South China Sea has been on the rise this year. The U.S. ambassador to the Philippines, Mary Kay Carlson, posted on X that China's actions were illegal and dangerous and undermined regional stability. John Ruich, NPR News, Beijing. People in Hong Kong are going to the polls today. They're voting in the first district council election since the government overhauled the electoral system earlier this year in response to the anti-government and pro-democracy protests of 2019. Turnout is expected to be low. The children of the imprisoned Iranian activist Nargis Mohammadi have accepted this year's Nobel Peace Prize on her behalf at a ceremony today in the Norwegian capital. They read a speech Mohammadi sent from prison in Iran in which she said the Iranian people will persevere. Mohammadi has been arrested numerous times and has spent years behind bars. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News from Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. Join Lisa in the pursuit of better sleep for a better world. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. You're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com. Most people stop using pagers decades ago. But in a lot of hospitals, the pager is still the way you reach doctors in an emergency. The classic thing is like, never got the page, you know? Where were you? Never got the page. Why is it so hard for doctors to let go of their pagers? That's on the Planet Money Podcast from NPR. 347-850-1272 is that call-in number you can't use it now because we're at the end of the show. But it's time for Pastor Steve, State Your Case, where we read comments from the world-famous chat room and from social media sites that we troll throughout the course of the show. Mr. Elias, may you have anything for us this morning? Yeah, I got a couple. Kalina uh, uh, said he's glad Jerome is back. And then Rodrigo Davis said we definitely don't want Jay. Uh, we definitely don't want the Secret Service after Jay. He said, none of us are free, are fully free until we all are free. Because remember our great former President George W. Bush, when he was governor of Texas, killed a black man, can't remember his name, when there was a reasonable doubt of his guilt. Damn, I wish I could remember his name. And it's just with Republicans don't uh, truly value life. That's just the lie they tell us. Look at real D. You're doing her thing. Yeah, real D, I appreciate you, sweetie. We don't want me to go to jail, especially me, because I got a big butt, and boy, I would be a very popular dude in jail. So, no, we cannot have that happening. Thank you very much. That's that. I'm too pretty. I'm too pretty. You know what they do to me? Yeah. No, I can't be up in there. I'd be afraid. Like, fresh booty, fresh booty. They're going to have to be fresh booty on this. No, no, no. Be fighting for my life. All my life, I had to fight. I ain't trying to do that. All right, let me read some comments here. Pastor Steve, 
He says, a peace and blessings, family. He said, Jay, please calm down. We don't want you passing out on the air. Thank you, sir. But you are right. We are living in turbulent times. We have to remain instant in season and out of season and be ready when the rapture comes. Hey, Pastor, you took it all the way to the rapture. That's when the living and the dead are supposed to go to heaven. All right, Willie F., this is my main man, my new best friend. Willie F. from Memphis, Tennessee. The surprise you read my comment. Yeah, Willie, I read your comment. Please stop putting out false information. What the hell is he talking about? The Justice Department is prosecuting Donald Trump. You guys talk about being fair. This is the first time... That we all, he said, this is the first time that you all have even mentioned Hunter Biden's name on this show. Estimate you. No, know it's what? not. That's that a damn lie, lie too. Oh, Let me finish reading the comments, and then we can all go after his ass and our final thoughts. Oh, right. I know. Uh, that's Christopher. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Baton Rouge from Baton Rouge said, Jay, I feel you. The insanity. He said, the quote of the day, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, LOL. What are you talking? Okay. I guess I'm okay. Darius from Dallas says, gentlemen, you guys never disappoint with the music. Please repeat the name of the second artist played this morning. Mr. Elias, would you mind doing that for Darius before I read this last comment? The name of the song, the name of the song is Ooh La La. It's by Jessica Jolie. There you go. We playing to please our listeners. Last but not least, uh, Glenda from Arizona, once again, as a lifelong Republican, I will continue to vote for Democrats until the stench of Donald Trump is removed from the American fabric. I love you. Continue to vote for him because we got to get this clown out of the American fabric. I agree. He's an idiot, and he needs to be uh, dealt with accordingly. Thank you so much for your comments. We love you, love you, love you, love you. And, but you know what time it is. Online radio at its best. Folks, it is time for our final thoughts. And <laughs> Jerome, your first final thoughts. Oh, his name is Willie M. Man. From Memphis, Tennessee. Just in case you need a reference. There you go. Yes, Jerome, final thoughts. Yes, and so here is my final thought as far as that last comment is concerned. When people listen to this show, a lot of times they want us to be who they want us to be. Preach. Right? Preach. So the issue with what was going on, whether it's Hunter Biden, because we're not Fox News, that is, that's a news story that should be on the back page of everybody's um, newspaper because Hunter Biden is not a politician. Right? So we're not talking about giving some political coverage to somebody who's just a regular citizen that... Um, got arrested or whatever. So they're only going after him because he's Joe Biden, the President Biden's son. Whereas we are talking about corruption. Hunter Biden is not even in the conversation. We're talking about Giuliani. We're talking stuff that Chris Christie has done. We're talking about Nikki Haley lying at the UN. We're talking yep. like we have and information that we are giving folks to take back to work the next day without having to worry about dealing with the CNNs and all of those guys around the world who are filtering information to you. So if you have a problem with anything we're saying, we're just telling you, go look it up your doggone self. Because Damn. we are paying attention don't mean that you cannot pay attention. You want us to program other people the way you've been programmed, and it ain't happening. 
So have a good week. Wait, we should just all just leave right now, Jerome. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. My brother from another mother. Good stuff. Mr. Elias, man, you get the final word. Uh, final thoughts, man, from you. Man, look, get Willie, out of F, Will, Willie F. Memphis from Memphis, Tennessee, just in case you forgot his name. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I don't even want to address that clown because he don't deserve to be addressed. But, hey, get out and vote, folks. If you don't get out and vote, you don't have a voice. And when you vote, know who you're voting for. Because as I sit in Ohio this morning, I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, they won't even do the will of the voters here. They're, they're saying they're telling the voters to go jump in the lake because, you know, I know you voted for this, but we're not going to buy by what you voted for. So mm-hmm. there's been so many instances where, you know, the will of the voters not being, being heard. You need to vote the right people in office to get these clowns up out of office. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. If they are not uh, 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 abiding by what you voted for, get them out of office. Well said, Mr. Elias. Well said. I'm going to, uh, my final uh, thoughts are going to be to a dear friend of mine. She lost her daughter uh, in a car wreck a few weeks ago. And um, her daughter had three young children. Um, this girl was, you know, full disclosure, was my very first love. Her name was Donna. It was Donna Sutherland at the time. She lost her uh, son when he um, was a young boy trying to save his sister, which he died in a fire as well. I just want to say to you, Donna, that I love you, and I just pray for, you know, just pray for you and your family. The things you've gone through in your life, I wouldn't wish that on anyone in their lifetime. No parent should bury their child and um, you know my thoughts are with you uh, I hope to see you here soon uh, but just know that uh, God is willing and he's able and he does answer prayer Mr. Elias I want to switch back to you because I don't know if you knew about this but I want to give you an opportunity to uh, address Donna as well because you know her and uh, yeah. anything you'd like to say to her man in this just my- horrible situation that she's going through Definitely. My thoughts are present with her and her entire family, man, because nobody does. My mother used to always say that no parent wants to bury their child. So, you know, Donna, you have my sincere uh, condolences, and I pray to God that he brings you through this. Yeah, just tough, just tough, tough, tough. Oh, boy. And on that note, uh, Miss Elias, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend? It's time for the serious side of the J. Ralph Show. Traveling grace for our sister Vanessa Mae Belly from the McAnally, and next week you do get on a need-to-know basis from Jerome. So for Mr. Elias, for Jerome Esprit, I'm J. Ralph saying have a wonderful work week and remember it's Sunday, and we're talking serious stuff. It is the serious side of the J. Ralph Show. Check out Queens in the morning. We love you, baby, and we'll see you guys back next week. God bless. Take care. <laughs>